When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Baba Ji, what happened to you? एकदम से आवाजें आई हैं जैसे झुर 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 करके और सुबह तो बिल्कुल डैमेज हो गया दरारें आने लगी एकदम से इन द फर्स्ट वीक ऑफ जनवरी बाबा संतोष एंड 30 अदर प्रीस्ट्स वोक अप टू अ पियर्सिंग ग्राइंडिंग नॉइज इन जोशीमठ इंडिया अचानक ही हुआ है और अचानक ही एकदम से दरारें बढ़ी हैं फिर क्योंकि पहाड़ में तो अगर नॉर्मली कुछ भी टूटेगा या आवाज आती है तो क्लियर सुनाई देता है It sounded like sandpaper rubbing against each other then the sound got louder Ka flow kaise aata jhar 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 karke awaaz aati hai aise to bhai ye yahan pe lagbhag 7 baje receiver tank overflow ho gaya tha pura pani aa gaya tha He told me in one room the floor just caved in and I could hear ground water gurgling underneath By the time the sound stopped, their home was a pile of gravel, and the priests were forced to spend the night outside in sub-zero temperatures. The next morning, they realized the whole town of Joshimat, with over twenty thousand people, were out on the streets too. Earthquakes and cracks on walls are normal in the mountains. We're used to it, he said. लेकिन ये नॉर्मल नहीं है. ये तो बहुत विकट स्थिति है ब्रेव नेवर सीन एनीथिंग लाइक दिस बिफोर दिस इज अ नॉर्मल इट्स द अपोकलिप्स Amid widening cracks on the walls of houses now several buildings in Joshimat are on the verge of collapse. For months the 17000 residents have been sounding the alarm about worsening subsidence. Roads have fissures, many homes are falling apart. Nearly half the town has been affected. Authorities have moved hundreds of people to temporary shelters. A slew of wrong decisions and government's negligence has caused it. I'm Ariel Dimras and I'm Pallavi Pundi, senior reporter for Vice World News. And this is Vice News Reports. Pallavi, how are you? It's so good to have you on the show again. Thank you, Ariel. I'm doing well and I'm happy to be back again. So, at the beginning of January, you spent some time talking with people in Joshimat. this small himalayan town in india that is essentially sinking tell me what's going on there so joshimat is a popular holy town in northern india it's surrounded by glaciers and it's located some 6000 feet above sea level my home is not too far from joshimat it's in the same state uttarakhand like an 8 hour drive away 
And this town is high up in the mountains. It's a huge tourist attraction. And over the last few years, this region has reported some of the most deadly natural disasters. Massive avalanche hit the mountains behind the Kedarnath Temple in Uttarakhand on Saturday. This is the second time that the giant glacier behind the Kedarnath Temple cracked in the last 10 days. At the beginning of January, I started coming across photos and videos of people blocking roads and construction and releasing these powerful and honestly really scary photos of giant cracks in their homes. They said that the ground beneath them is literally sinking and they blamed a local hydropower project. So I went there in the second week of January to see exactly what this geological phenomenon is and whether it's truly because of the hydropower project that people are blaming. In the three days I was there to report, older cracks had deepened and some structures had collapsed. In fact, newer cracks had appeared on the ground. I didn't hear anything, but in the mornings when I would step out to meet people, I'd see the ground is constantly sinking. What do we know about what is causing the earth to crack like that and and sometimes even swallow up these homes? So according to the earth and landslide experts that we spoke with, the Himalayas are the most volatile and landslide-prone mountain range in the world. One of the earliest geological observations of Joshimat is from 1936 by these two Swiss geologists, Arnold Heim and August Ganser, who warned in the book that the town is built over an ancient landslide, which makes it inherently unstable. Saraswati Prakash Sati, a geologist that we spoke to, mentioned how in the olden days, technologies and homes were custom-built to the terrain. And based on the traditional wisdom of the people in that area. And given that people have lived there for a really long time, I'm assuming that a lot of that local knowledge actually works, right? That it is possible to build there and do it successfully. Exactly. And some of these homes have even been able to withstand earthquakes, which are pretty frequent in the area. So this traditional wisdom has developed a technology friendly So Sati explained to me how this traditional wisdom was used to build houses that could withstand earthquakes and landslides. You'll find even 400-year-old four- to five-story houses in the Himalayas that survived the major Uttarkashi earthquake in 1991. One example that Mr. Sati gave me was how these remote towns used wood and hewed stones in a specific manner to stay stable during earthquakes. But now all this modern development has come. These old constructions have disappeared and newer buildings use technology that's just not suited to the specific needs of the area. He said that new houses as well as big construction projects are being developed without consideration for the terrain. A terrain has not been considered for developmental activities either in the settlements or in the big projects. And Joshimat is bearing the burden of this negligence. For decades, experts have been warning that Joshimat is in a high-risk seismic zone and prone to land subsidence, meaning the earth moves vertically downwards or essentially sinks. So large-scale construction is highly discouraged. 
But despite these warnings, construction to accommodate things like Hindu pilgrims, key tourists and hydropower projects have been relentless. The central government's Mishra committee told the government to prohibit any kind of construction work and not to dig or blast in Joshimat, which could actually bring an ecological disaster. But all these warnings were blatantly ignored by the government and two power plants were built in the sensitive region. In the Chamoli district alone, where Joshimat is located, there are currently 52 hydropower stations that have either been constructed or they're under construction. And the government has its eye on them to meet India's growing electricity needs, despite all the warning signs. Wait, so if we're talking about hydropower, that means water. Are there a lot of rivers in the Himalayas? Yeah, uh, Uttarakhand, in fact, has some of the most ancient rivers that date back centuries. And many of these rivers pass through remote villages, which aren't even accessible through roads. Over the years, scientists have warned that the Himalayan glaciers that feed these rivers are rapidly melting because of climate change. And the state is already home to some 900 glaciers. So the immediate impact of it is frequent natural disasters that are massive in scale. A massive flash flood has been reported in India's Uttarakhand state, where the water level rose following an avalanche near a power project. At least 18 people have been killed and over 180 to 200 are still missing after the glacier break or burst at Joshimat. This has forced the emergency evacuation of thousands of people who live in the surrounding areas, causing damage to houses and a nearby power project. Okay, so clearly the, the impact of these disasters, they can be quite deadly. You mentioned climate change just now. Can you go into that a little bit more? How exactly is climate change playing a role in all of this? Well, we know that climate change plays a role in intensifying things like landslides, earthquakes and deadly flash floods in the region. So, of course, climate change is playing a part here. But the construction is making the land even more fragile and it's unable to stand up to the challenges of climate change. And at the center of all of Joshimat's anguish are some of the biggest energy conglomerates in India. They continue to demand that the Tapovan Vishnugarh project of the National Thermal Power Corporation be closed down. The National Thermal Power Corporation, or the NTPC, runs hydroelectric power projects across the Himalayas, including near Joshimat, which is called the Tapovan Vishnugar Hydroelectric Project, and it's worth 364 million US dollars. And the project is intended to supply electricity across the state. Right now, the project is only 70% complete, with a new anticipated cost of 868 million dollars. But a study in 2015 by international geologists found through data that was provided by the NTPC Limited themselves, they found that the power project has changed the hydraulic properties of the region's rock mass because of their drilling and blasting methods. So clearly there's a lot of development happening in terms of electricity in the region. How important is that for the people who live there? Like, is there a demand for this kind of thing? So these areas where these companies have built these hydropower projects, these are like super remote areas. Many of these villages, they don't have roads, they don't have schools. So many residents told me that they weren't exactly opposed to the idea of these projects initially because they thought it would also bring 
you know, like access to electricity, jobs, like better roads, because these things are really hard to access in a remote region like this. Even the geologist I spoke to said that scientists who've been giving warnings about links between development and this geological disaster, they aren't necessarily against development, but they just want responsible and planned development. But now the residents are blaming allegedly unplanned development by the NTPC for the current disaster because they're digging tunnels around the town to build the Tapovan Vishnugar hydroelectric project. The residents said that the blast under the tunnels of the NTPC is shaking the ground and can cause a situation of landslide in the town. The residents told me that there's a 12-kilometer tunnel that NTPC is running right above the town. It's literally just over a kilometer away from some homes, from where they conduct blasts inside the mountains. So, Pallavi, just I want to make sure that I understand. What you're saying is that there's this town that's sort of at the bottom of a mountain, and above it, there's this development that's happening where NTPC, this electric company, is digging a tunnel in the mountain that's surrounding the town. And the tunnel is only one kilometer away, which is less than a mile, right? Yeah. And that is what they're saying is causing the land to be unstable, which is then causing the buildings to crack and sometimes collapse. Yeah. And then putting people's lives at risk. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, to be really specific, so if you see satellite imagery of how Joshimat really is, it's actually like a mound of sand, like it's all slanting and it's almost vertical. So there are like some homes on the top part and like in the middle is like the main town. So, So that's how Joshimat is. And some of these homes are right on the top. And those guys can hear the blastings. Like those guys say that the tunnel is just like, less than a mile away from our houses. They can hear the blasts at night. And the residents and also some of the scientists that you spoke to, they're saying that 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 construction is making an already difficult terrain even more unstable and even more dangerous. Yeah. The scientists are being a little cautious about how to word it. Uh, They're saying that it's one of the reasons. The first is the pre-existing condition of the land being fragile. And the second is this unplanned development and this constant blasting that's making the earth even more unstable. And so are residents fighting back on some of this construction? Yeah, they're protesting. Breaking news coming in right now from Joshimat, where protests have broken out by local residents. That's after the break. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. 
over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. So, Pallavi, before the break, we were talking about how residents of Joshimat are pushing back against all of this illegal construction that's continuing to happen in the area. Yeah, so uh, they've been protesting over the last one year, like in phases. So every time they've seen like massive cracks, they've come out on the streets. In fact, from this year beginning, like when the cracks really deepened, they just went on an indefinite strike. Like they've been protesting every single day. They're out on the streets even now. Residents have been left without homes right now. And they say it's because of the fact that authorities have chosen to ignore their plight for years together, despite them highlighting several times the cracks in their homes, the visible signs that uh, Joshimat was no longer safe for them. They have nowhere else to go. And this is like the last resort to stop the construction before something worse happens. Anger is understandable, visible on the ground as well. And we've been seeing multiple protests by these residents demanding answers from the authorities. And not only that, in 2021, two residents of Joshimat were among five petitioners who approached the High Court in Uttarakhand and they asked to ban this blasting and stone crushing and mining activities near the town. But the High Court just dismissed their petition and it said that these petitioners are highly motivated and merely puppets in the hands of unknown puppeteer. Wow, okay. That's quite the accusation. I mean, it's it's pretty common in the Uttarakhand Himalayas. Like, I've, I've seen it over the years. There's, like, this connotation that these guys are communists and anti-development, anti-capitalism, anti-progress. And eventually in India, I think the political environment is such that if you are anti-development, you are automatically anti-India. Over 700 buildings have developed cracks in the last month alone. And families have packed up their belongings and they've been moved into relief camps. And in the middle of January, the local authorities finally declared Joshimat as disaster-prone. Well, the district administration in India's Joshimat has declared the sinking hill town as disaster-prone after cracks appeared in homes and roads, which has forced authorities to evacuate scores of families. And on January 11th, the Uttarakhand government announced interim assistance, which is equivalent to roughly $1,800. Now, Chief Minister Dhami has announced 1.5 lakh rupees to the affected families. Imagine that. They've lost everything that they've ever owned. Their homes, their livelihoods, all gone. And 1.5 lakh rupees is expected to make up for all of that. But Joshimat is not alone, nor is it the first city going through this. Okay, so this is part of a pattern. Can you tell me more? So we decided to travel to this village that's 14 kilometers away from Joshimat. It's called the Chei village. 
I managed to get in touch with the chief of this village whose name is Vijender Singh Pawar. So, many things we have done. The Chai residents, uh, they essentially blame uh, a project called the Vishnu Prayag Hydroelectric Project and uh, it's owned by a subsidiary of this massive Indian conglomerate called the JP Group. So Mr. Pawar told me that when this project started a decade ago, this company made them a lot of promises. They said that they'll adopt the village, which essentially means that they'll take the responsibility to develop it you know like stuff like build roads construct schools uh, give them electricity stuff like that that didn't exist over a decade ago for them to jaise josimad mein aur aajkal ke kabhi ek feet kabhi ek inch aise dheere 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 ek feet a year later one power project leaked and a big chunk of this land just like josimad it completely sunk in the ground abhi bhi pichli baar bhi chali thi unke bahar mein jb wale wahan jab bhi thoda toot phoot blasting karte hain जियोलॉजिस्टिलेज जोशीमाटिवलीफर and now their homes in joshimat are completely damaged and they're planning to come back okay so people moved from chay village to joshimat hoping that that would be safer and now it's happening all over again yeah exactly because like back then um, even though joshimat had been reporting cracks since the 1970s uh, which was documented in a government report those cracks were too faint they were almost negligible and at the same time it was like the safe town you know like it was a tourism hub uh, it was a land of opportunities uh, for not just the locals but you know like neighboring towns and villages like chai many of whom barely have any motorable roads and when i spoke to joshimat residents one of the biggest factors of the distress right now is that they're losing homes that they built with all their savings thinking that this is a place where they have everything from hospitals to schools and this is the perfect place to grow old in so yeah when the tragedy struck chai village many of them just moved to joshimat with the idea that you know like even though their land is destroyed at least they've got joshimat what is the current state of chai village now have they been able to stabilize the area so parts of the chai village is completely gone um, and people aren't going to build their homes over there they're saying that if they go there their homes are just going to sink but there is like this upper part of the village where people have built homes uh, and they've been living there but now like over the last few years cracks are developing all over again so palavi i feel like we've you know heard a lot of examples of this happening all over the place in that region in ways that have you know destroyed people's lives their their livelihoods their their residences and also killed a, a lot of people what is being done to stop this nothing <laughs> i mean reports have come after reports like almost every year um mr sati the geologist that i interviewed even he came out with a report in 2021 
at the insistence of local people. And he literally said the same thing that scientists have been saying since 1930s, that, you know, like, this ground is going to sink. It doesn't matter which political party ruled the country. Um, everyone ignored these warnings. And uh, now Joshimat is in a situation that it is in. I mean, I got to say, the picture that you're painting um, is pretty bleak. Yeah, it's also really frustrating because, you know, like you hear it from people. But then when I went there, um, there was like this live TV news coverage that was happening. And it was like a couple of kilometers away from Joshimat. And on paper, the government had stopped all the construction because of all this sinking that's happening. It is 1.52 in the night and you can see where stone crushing is happening. But this one TV news channel called NDTV, they actually uh, caught drilling activity in the dead of the night at literally 2 a.m. despite everything that's happening. It is all bad. It is all illegal. And it is so dangerous for Joshimat. We all know what is happening in Joshimat. Yeah, and on top of that, you know, like Joshimat is like this popular religious tourism hub. And the state minister came to Joshimat. He saw the cracks. He met the people in the relief camps. And he said that, oh, you know, like we're assessing the situation, but there's no need to panic. And we're going to go ahead with all the events like this national ski event that's supposed to happen in Oli, which is literally six to seven kilometers away from Joshimat. And at the same time, they're also trying to censor uh, all the fears, you know, like, in fact, there's this report that came out right in the thick of it. It was released by this very prestigious Indian space research organization. And uh, they had, you know, like satellite imagery and data to prove that Joshimut is actually sinking super fast, like faster than ever before. And the government essentially just censored it. And when the news media approached them uh, and asked them, like, why they've removed this data, the government said that it's creating too much panic. Wow. So that's that's wild. So the state government is, you know, not not only not doing much for the residents there, but they're also encouraging more people to travel to the area, putting more people's lives at risk and also censoring information that might allow people to make their own decision about whether they should actually either stay there or travel to that area in the first place. Yeah. And in the meantime, NTPC, which is at the heart of all this controversy, they came out with a report uh, saying that, hey, you know, like our project had nothing to do with it. Uh, there's something wrong with, this, with that land and uh, they should check things like the sewage system in Joshimat, for instance, and the unplanned construction in the city by the people who live there. The official word is already out from the NTPC. They have denied any of the cause for the sinking in town of this particular city. But again, So they're essentially blaming the inherent quality of the land that Joshimat is created upon. And they're saying that their project has got nothing to do with the sinking and the government should remove them from the situation. And the government backed NTPC's letter and they said that, yeah, whatever they said is correct. Wow. OK, so the government is essentially throwing all of its support behind this energy company. Where does that leave the residents of Joshimat today? 
For now, there's panic on the ground among the locals. The authorities have warned that people need to leave, but the priest I spoke to, Baba Santosh, he refuses to leave. Where do I take our cows? They need their fields, he says. ये सुरंगें बनाना तो ये रेत के ढेर पे सुरंग बना रही है जैसे ग्लेशियर खिसक के जाते हैं ना बर्फ के ऐसे ये खसक के विष्णु प्रयाग में पहुंचेंगे ये मकान These are just cracks right now but once the rains come Joshimat will wash down this mountain the way you see melting glacial waters gushing down the slope ये बचने नहीं है Joshimat cannot be saved Pavi thank you so much for coming on the show Thank you Ariel. Just 2 weeks ago, news broke that another Himalayan village in Jammu and Kashmir's Doda district is seeing similar cracks and has been sinking as well. Several families have already been evacuated and the village is now being dubbed Joshimat 2.0. We reached out to JP Group for comment on this story and as of this recording, we have yet to hear back. Special thanks to photojournalist Vijay Pandey, who braved sub-zero temperatures with Pallavi, and the people of Joshimat and Shayi, who shared their stories. This story was reported by Pallavi Pundir and produced by Adriana Rodriguez and Sheena Ozaki. It was edited by Stephanie Karayuki. Vice News Reports is produced by Sam Egan, Sophie Kazis, Sheena Ozaki, Adriana Rodriguez, and Adriana Tapia. Our senior producers are Jesse Alejandro Cottrell, Janice Yumoka, and Julia Nutter. Our supervising producer is Ashley Cleek. Our associate producer is Steph Brown. Sound design and music composition by Steve Bone, Pran Bandy, and Kyle Murdoch. Annie Aviles is our executive editor. And Janet Lee is senior production manager for Vice Audio. Fact-checking by Nicole Pasolka. Our theme music is by Steve Bone. Charles Roggio is the head of Vice Audio. And I'm Ariel Zermross. If you have the time this week and you enjoyed this episode, it would be so great if you could go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. It really does help other people find us. Vice News Reports drops every Thursday, so be sure to check back in next week. Music